I need to be a beacon of light. I need to, I need, I need people to fucking speak their voice and I need to speak my voice. And I know that my voice is to help other people. It is. How you doing? Welcome to Frank Cast Therapy, the podcast where we talk about this and that and tick for tech. I'm joined by OG Wister. Y'all know the motherfucking why here we are again. Absolutely to the man. And man. You know, obviously, I just met you and all. You seem like an interesting dude. So far about you, I know you work on music. What got you into working on music? Well, like, like this, like, ever since I was a child, like, my parents have, um, my, my dad grew up in the 80s, 90s, you know, and so, like, it's always been, like, a soul type of thing for me. Like, I love, I love music. It's my soul. It's my life. It's my passion. Like, I live, breathe, fucking, like, my, like, everything about me is music. Like, I grew up on artists, Tupac, Bone, fucking, all of them and it's just been a passion of mine for so long and i've always known how to rap lyrics like for other artists and one day when i hit 12 13, 13 years old i was like fuck it why not just write something about me you know start writing mm-hmm. for my own self and so i remember i i put on a beat and i was just sitting in my living room my cousin we was just chilling and one day i just kind of just spit some i don't even remember what i said it was just some random shit and that was the day that you know at first like i was like fuck it now i need a hard ass name so for a while i went by rap demon because i just i just wanted to be i just wanted to be present mm-hmm. and then i used to i used to rap and then i came up with this hard ass bar i was like y'all niggas is gonna wish y'all never met me and i was like wish ya wish wish ya wish ya and i just <gasps> kept saying it over and over and i was like wish ya i was mm-hmm. like wish ya I was like, OG Wisha, bro. I was like, Fuck <laughs> I guess it. I'm feeling this shit. Hold on, Wisha. <laughs> and so bro, I was just like, Fuck okay. it. And that's when I created this persona, this character of myself, OG Wisha. That's when freestyle started coming in. I've been doing this shit four years, and it's a 15 hour a day, everyday grind. I do this shit all night, and I just I try to make myself present. I want to master this craft. I want this craft to be my life because I know what I'm capable of. I know I can be great. I want to be great, bro. And I'm just tired of being nobody. Like I have no voice. I'm young, bro. I'm so young. Mm-hmm. I have no voice. I'm not present in this world. But I want to show the world, like from where I'm from, where everybody's from. Like you have, you have a presence. You have, you have a voice. You have, you have a meaning to life. And my meaning is to spread the awareness and spread a and spread like a message to the world. Say, fuck it. Even if you're from nothing, even if you have to gang banging, even if you have to drill, like that's not the life you have to do. Yeah, live that life if you have no other choice. But Absolutely. you can make that out of there eventually. Like that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. It's just, it's just showing people like the slums is the realest shit you can do. But that's where culture is from. That's where it all originated from. Motherfuckers like me who have nothing to live for anymore. Absolutely to that. And you know, man, I, like I said, I, I told you earlier before we even hopped on the podcast. I've been working on music since I was 16 as well. I started when I was younger and stuff. Is you know the corny shit, the small things. You know, the, the little funny freestyles talking about legos or some stupid shit i really don't know whatever the hell but you know you start taking that shit serious and you start to really understand that music is absolutely an art form and all but even outside of that man i do have a question for you uh, i, I want to know what are two things you tell yourself every single day to stay motivated um two things i tell myself every day um one of them my grandma told me uh she was my best friend she recently just passed about six months ago she told me sorry to hear that man it's all good. I like I appreciate that. But like she told me, no matter what happens, no matter who says it, no matter what it is, you have one choice and one choice only. You keep going forward because if you look back, everything's gonna stop you. You can't let what happened before affect what's gonna happen now. And the second thing 
The second thing I tell myself is I could be one of two things. I could be the dead dog. Or I could be the dog that's still fighting. And why would I be want? Why would I want to? Why would I want to be buried right now? I got a lot to live for. I got a lot to give. I want to be that dog that's still fighting. I'm gonna eat whatever I gotta do. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna get through the toughest shit. But every day I'm gonna fight because if Absolutely. I don't fight, then I'm not gonna prove myself, and I'm not gonna prove it to myself that I can earn what I want, and I can't get what I want if I don't earn it. Man, you're, you said you're 16, right? Yes, sir. For someone that is 16, you are extremely, extremely mature in the mindset of knowing you, you can't live off the moment and you can't let the... Well, no, not you can't live off the moment. That's that absolutely demeans. We're really saying you, you can't lose yourself in the moment, all right? Not on some Eminem shit, but literally, you can't lose yourself in the moment and just decide, you know what, fuck it, I dropped the reins. This shit is not for me. I'm fucking done. You have to be a war strider. Like you have to get down and you have to get back up and keep moving. Only you right. can open the chest to your life. Only you can do it. And I think that's fucking awesome that you you learned that shit at such a young age. I had the same shit when I was I was younger. It took me a while to just get older and be like, damn, like, like I'm mature as fuck. You're 16 saying shit like this. I know for a fact, man, you probably you're gonna be a great fucking young man, especially 19 and 20. You're going to be fucking a okay, man. You're going to be a okay, dog. Respects to that. You. I appreciate course, you. Man. Yeah, uh, but here on Frank, what was that? I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. I was just saying, I hear that shit a lot. Like that's normal for me, you know. That no, that's fucking. That is a great. People told me that shit too, man. That is a that. That's a great thing. Real shit, it is. You need to uh, I take that shit for granted. Real shit. Do not take that shit for granted. Continue, continue to carry yourself with the same motivation you carry yourself now. You you said that you want to be uh, a voice because you feel like you have no voice. No, you didn't say you feel like you have no voice. You said you don't have a voice. And You know, at our age in this game of rapping and in the world alone, nobody really does have a voice. And it's the big label shit, those people that are getting lucky on TikTok and all. But when you have the stride to push through knowing the odds of failure and to push through knowing that you might not succeed, but that's not an option. Yeah. That, that mindset is not an option. It's not an option at all. And you have that that reverse uh, constitutive mindset to, to counteract that. And that's exactly what you fucking need in life to make it far, bro. It really is, especially with rapping. You can't let nobody try to tuck your fucking stride and tuck your hustle away from you. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. But one thing we like to do on Frankcast, or at least one thing I'm I'm starting to like to do, I like to ask, what do you feel like you need to talk about? What's been on your mind, man? What What is Romeo facing his daily dilemma of life? Like, bro, it's how do I like? I don't even know how to like explain it. You know, like it's just like life. Like what? Like sometimes it really do begin to you know, like even with the toughest of mindsets, even the toughest of people, even the strongest of warriors, sometimes like they all get in their head. I mean. Mm-hmm. Take for example, um, let's say, let's say the Mighty Three Hundred. I don't know if you know that story, but like there was, there was, there was just General, their their chief. You know, I forget his name, but um, he he stood in this cavern and fought millions of millions on thousands on thousands of people with three hundred people, three hundred warriors, three hundred gladiators against thousands and thousands and thousands. And in those moments, he never second guessed what he thought. But before he died, what he what he regretted the most was not being able to express what it really was that was concerning him. And mm-hmm. in my head, I want to be that, you know, I want to be able to 
be strong, but at the same time, there's always that voice in your head that's telling you, what if you don't have what it takes to be that? And you know, it's just just a daily dilemma for me because I'm strong as fuck, bro. I haven't been through nothing that, you know, I I couldn't overcome that. I couldn't take that. I I didn't take head on like, fuck that shit, you know, like. You say you're you're someone that faces your problems direct and forward then? You know, you don't push that shit to the side. You you stand up and you, you face that shit. No, oh, yeah, like I'm not gonna let a problem like build up, build up because then it comes becomes an issue, and issues are a lot harder to solve than problems. Problems are easy, bro. You just find the little thing that started it, and you just take it out the equation. Issues now you gotta search. Now you gotta really try. There's no point in that. Why would I create an issue when I could just take care of a problem? Like, I don't absolutely. Know, we're we're venturing off into this this conversation on the mindset of you know keeping that stride and to just keep it keep it going. And I feel like an appropriate question to ask is when was the last time you cried? When was the last time you, 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 you felt to that bottom and it, you know, crying, that doesn't mean that you fell to a bottom or anything like that. I'm saying when, when was the time you felt like you were at bottom and it struck you hard and you cried? It's been what two years now, just about, about two years ago. And Would you, do you remember what it was about by any chance? Um, yeah, uh, there's this girl. I fuck. I I feel so stupid talking about it because like I'm I'm I was a kid, bro. I was about 14, 15 years old. But this girl, man, I I devoted everything. Like I don't open up to no female. I don't really let anybody see the true me because you know that that's mm-hmm. for me to know. That that's not for everybody to have. I like I like myself, but I let that's her true. have me. And we were we were together like a year or so, like a year and a half, some shit like that. And it just it just like towards the end it just wasn't working out like shit just got you know, jealous toxicity and it just it just hurt and she gave me an option she said you know she's like you can either leave or you know you can you can like we can deal with this and i'm like well, you got to understand like if we deal with this you you got to be on board as well and she's like mm-hmm. well i can't promise that and i was like well then i can't promise that i'll be here with you i was like i'd rather leave out of a situation that i won't understand and that i'll be hurt in then sit here and be constantly hurt by something that was so stupid and she's like all right then and i left and it was just so heartbreaking because like she was the she was one of the only people that wasn't part of my family that i didn't let in my circle that i loved truthfully that let i let have all of me and when i left it left me with nothing like i took my entire glass home and i shattered it and then i didn't know what to do with the pieces but sit there and pick them up and bleed all day long but when i got done now i've realized like i don't i don't need that you know and mm-hmm. when i cried it released so much of pent-up anger and you know instability and you know insecurities and mental illness and this and that all of it just kind of came out in that moment but i've realized why why cry at your lowest when you can shed the tears when you finally achieve what you finally have you got to save those for when you accomplish something because the best accomplishment is when you can finally let go of everything that you've ever bottled up to work to where you're supposed to be and finally let it go and be like, damn, I've made it here. And that's the best cry I think you'll ever have. Absolute to that. Um, you know, crying is crying is the ultimate emotion uh, in itself, because I feel like with crying, at least for me alone, I, I face every single emotion in one to cry. In order for me to cry, I have to face every emotion at once. I have to feel sad. I have to feel scared. I have to feel lost. I have to feel happy. I have to feel mad. I have to feel everything at once. And it's it's over-controlling. And I don't know if that's what makes you cry. 
I don't know if that's why we cry, but at least for me, I, I feel like that that's that that's the major jump, a major jump. I, I've been happy as hell and cried before. I've been sad as fuck and cried before, and you know, anytime I do cry, immediately afterwards, I'm struck with this almost euphoric feeling, like you said. Um, it fucking it, it feels good to cry sometimes, man. I feel like especially as young men, that is some important shit. You, I know you said that. You know, you have to save those tears. Do you feel like crying is a necessary thing for men to express themselves? Or do you really feel upon as if, you know, save that shit for another day? And yeah, I know, I know there's the whole narrative that, you know, sometimes you do got to save that shit for another day. You have fucking work and you, you letting your emotions get to you and shit. You got you to gotta suck it up. It, that's the world we live in. And sometimes it really is like that. You really got to power through shit like that. But, you know, sometimes I feel like you got to cry. What are your thoughts on that? No, like, I, I totally agree. Like, for me, like everybody's different, but like the advice I give to, you know, like my friends and the people around me, the the atmosphere that I'm surrounded by, the people that are in that atmosphere, I try to tell them, especially the young men that I talk to, because I'm 16 and a lot of my friends about 14, 15 years old, they're a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. But they don't have the mindset that I have. I'm I'm the older brother, I'm the dad of the family, you know, that's just who I am. And so I like to tell them all the time, especially my little brothers, like I want them to understand like you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable because if you if you grow up without the fact of knowing that vulnerability is okay, you become very closed off, cold hearted. And I don't want people I'm around to end up like me because I'm the worst of the worst. You know, Absolutely. I have no, I have no sorrow, and I, and it just sucks. You know, I express everything monotone, and when I'm happy, you know, I like to show people that happiness and express to them, you know, life is cool, life's okay. But to me it's different. And so as a young man, I want younger, you know, my younger generation to understand it's okay to cry, bro. Like if you need a shoulder, come cry on my shoulder. Like, that's fine. You you need to express that because without that expressed emotion, you bottle up. And then that's when, beca- that's when, be- that's when your vulnerability be- turns into aggression over time. And we don't need aggressive men. We need men who know how to control themselves and men who aren't impulsive and in situations that cause emotional stability. I love how you worded that, man. Like I said earlier, you're really profound. I didn't even say this earlier, but you're really profound with your words. You know what you're talking about. And it's something I can relate to even at 19. I went through exactly what you're talking about at 16. I went through it at 14, 15, 13. So even as those young men that you're trying to encourage to, you know, keep their heads up and let them know like, hey, man, it's okay to be vulnerable. You can't cut yourself off. Because personally, I did that shit for a long time. I grew up cutting myself off. And I grew up a very negative person. I had a very negative negative mindset. And it did come from somewhat of a victim mindset. And that victim mindset was me thriving off of negativity. It felt like a protection plan for myself. It was my insurance policy to myself that I'll always be okay through the forces of negativity. Uh, Cripple at positive, if any. But I feel like with that maturity uh, of just growing up in life and also facing such a negative, uh, a, a negative foundation in your mind like that, you're going to fall and you're going to break. You were going to plummet. You were going to breed and bleed and crack and have to pick yourself back up piece by piece. Like you said, um, that mental stability that you have to find is something it could take years. It could take, it could take a very long time to, to get to the point where you feel upon as if your mental is okay enough to be like, Hey, like I'm not all right, but I need to help other people. Mm-hmm. I'm not all right. I can't bring down other people. If you're not okay and you are bringing down other people, that's not even a matter of being like, why do you exist in this world? That's a matter of like, you need to figure out why the fuck you're here. 
we're all trying yeah. to do it, but you truly need to figure out like whether it's one one reason a day, like I'm here today to just make someone smile. I started doing stuff like that slowly and it helped me get out of that mindset. Like I'm over here walking around saying, fuck you to everyone. I hate you to everyone in my head. Like I'm, I'm not obviously going up to the random dude on the street. Like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, that's still a mindset. And as a young man, if you continue to have that mindset, you're going to grow up to be a very disgusting, hated person. You will not find love. You will not hold friends. You will not hold relationships because you will just be this vindictive person. And nobody wants to be around people like that. And I'm not fucking speaking for you at all. I'm like, I'm not, this is personal experience for me. Um, I went from being that hated person and that hateful person. I've gone through all those phases and I became this person that's loved and people, people genuinely like really, really like me. And that shit always makes me dumbfounded sometimes because I got to a point where I had to realize like, I'm not this hateful person. I'm not at all. That childhood trauma shit I went through to make me that person does not fucking define me. It's not who I am. I have to. I need to be a beacon of light. I need the. I need. I need people to fucking speak their voice, and I need to speak my voice. And I know that my voice is to help other people. It is, and I, I'm able to help myself in that way. Fucking something as simple as me saying good morning to someone in the morning can power me the whole week to not give up somehow. And I'm not even gonna say somehow. It's it's just positive energy. That casting of positive energy. When you have so much negative built up inside of you, you might not show it every day. Uh, like you said. Um, you might you might be that negative person you might just be the worst of the worst but i wouldn't change that shit for the fucking world now i didn't understand that as a kid i was suicidal i went through self-harm i went through all this shit and i could not fucking understand my mental i cannot gasp reality can hardly understand my emotions and i dropped all that shit i was like fuck this i'm figuring myself out and because of that i, I want to help people now i'm fucking i'm happy and i'm confined to myself and my friends come to me and they're like i fucking love you chastity you're like the kindest dude i've ever met and it's it's strange to grow up and hear shit like that now it's like damn man if i could have went back in time i could have told him i could have tapped him on my own shoulder and be like it's gonna be okay bro you're gonna be all right dude and now i feel like i have to do that for those young men and those young girls that go through the same shit because i hate to see people suffering i hate to see people drowning and hate is a strong word that is the cursing of the devil and i mean that shit with my full power i hate seeing people sure suffering that. no one no everyone deserves fucking happiness man you know sure. like i don't know i feel like people in this world have suffered enough i mean look at our past like look what we look what has defined us like i i get like not looking at our past but sometimes it, it takes a real it takes a real second to like be like all right like we got to look at what has happened so that this is gonna sound so contradicting, but we gotta look at what's happened so that we can change what's happening now. And like, in a way, I, I guess when I said earlier, don't let the past define your future. It's like, mm -hmm. I meant it in like a negative way, but like in a more like, you know, realistic sense, like you gotta look yeah. at your past to change your future because if you didn't know your past then you will never know, like you'll never know not to take this road again. Because if you forget what happened before, you won't you, you you what if you turn what if you turn the wrong way again what if you turn right at the fork again and then you're fucked mm. like you went through the same shit like for me for example like i i have to remember all the time like love isn't what i think it is like for me growing up love was you know cheating doing drugs you know getting beat getting like fucked up as a child for six of the kids i was taking punishments for six of the kids because those were my mm -hmm. siblings over my family and that's just that's just who i am you know i'm i'm the rock i'm the, i'm the one who's going to take every hit for everybody and so love for me was very toxic was very blind but growing up and now especially i've come to the realization that love is like love is pure love is whole and 
when you feel it, it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, my love for the world, my love for my culture, my love for my people, my love for my state, let alone, because everybody shits on my state. I'm from California. Everybody mm-hmm. shits on California. Like, like, I ain't gonna lie, nigga. I shit on California, too. <laughs> like it's it's all good like i get it, it like we we like we look like bad people but i'm gonna be real the culture inside of california the people inside california the mindsets in california will absolutely blow people away we're so pre we're we're people are so prejudiced towards california because of what's like what comes out of it they don't see what's in it that is the truth definition of it because you can you can look at you know if in your life, let's say, for example, in your life, a bunch of black people have robbed you in this. Now you're going to start being prejudiced towards other black people, people who haven't even done nothing wrong to you. But yeah. it's the fact that you can take one second to talk to one person that is like, especially let's let's say, for example, let's keep the example. You know, if it is a black person, you take one one second, just take one day to talk to this one person and it'll change your mindset because That's as prejudiced as you were to those, you don't have to be prejudiced to the rest of that culture. You have to realize like, there's going to be bad wherever there's bad, you know, as much bad as there is in this world, as much hatred, as much as fucking, you know, like, you know, for example, there's hatred. There's, you know, like not there's no gender acceptance. There's no cultural acceptance. Like we're, we're fighting over everything right now. We're, we're segregating ourselves and segregation. It, it shouldn't be who we are. We wanted to be the United States. We're supposed to be united. We're supposed to be one nation, but we're becoming so segregated, so separated, so sectioned out that we're not even what what the fuck are we now? Like what what defines mm-hmm. us? We, we, we need to find separated. No, yeah. We need to find those people who like me and you, for example, like people like us that like really are just like, fuck it. I want to change this vision of what we are. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everybody's so prejudiced towards another human being. Human beings are so prejudiced to each other that it's becoming such a toxic, such a, you know, violent, such a prejudiced, racist, sexist fucking place and world. And it's just destroying young people's mindsets. It's destroying everybody's mindsets. And it sucks to be like, you know, growing up in this generation and understanding and having to deal with that stress and that, you know, um, like that pressure of, you know, this is what the world is now. Now you have to deal with that. You don't get a choice. We were born here. Like we, we, we have to deal with it. What are we supposed to do with that? We were dealt the worst hand, and now we have to try to play with these fucked up cards. Like I wanna, I wanna be the kid who says, "Fuck you guys." I'm taking. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna deal my own hand. I'm gonna go grab mm-hmm. another deck, a deck that that nobody else can control, and I'm gonna play my cards because yeah, your, your cards, cards if even. Yeah, like your cards are, you know in your power in your in your hand i want i want something that's going to benefit me you know i'm tired i'm tired of everything i do benefiting everybody else i like that now i feel like upon as if that could be a quote i'm tired of everything i do benefiting other people and that doesn't go as far to say is you know all the good things you do in life you should just say fuck it to because i've also been down that pattern you know i I know what you mean damn that just completely interrupted me (laughs) but fucking uh no, man, you're right to that. Uh, you got to protect your peace because I feel like, you know, we, we do live in a world that is so negative and so beat up by itself, especially our country right now. The state of our country is fucking ridiculous. Uh, the United States is, it's drowning. It really is. It is drowning and I can't help but feel like we are going in a very dark direction. We've been in a dark direction. This is the dark ages. I've a lot of heard a lot of people say it, but I, I, I'm starting to agree more. 
We live in the dark ages. We do. And, you know, obviously I'm not seeing America's worse than Saudi Arabia and, you know, the stuff going on over there and in Africa. There's there's people out there really fucking suffering, man, even here in America. But I'm just saying everywhere has its struggles. Everywhere is damn near in the dark times because nobody is united. You know, something crazy. uh, When I was younger, you know, you used to see in like cartoons and movies, they'd be like, what's your one wish, little boy? World peace. I never knew what the fuck world peace was growing up. I was like, oh, that shit sounds stupid. I, I, I didn't have enough force sense to be like, oh, let me like straight up world peace. Like, no, I thought world peace was just like everybody's immediately happy. It, it's yeah, not like yeah. that. World peace doesn't exist. And world peace doesn't exist because we can't get there balancing cards on positive and negative. And if we lived in a world that was summoned off of world peace, no matter what you do, it could never be peaceful because there will always be that underlining card that is like, you think you think shit's cool on the top, but look under the surface. Yeah, it's a it's an iceberg. It's a huge ass iceberg. We're only seeing the very top of it, bro. It's it's whack. It's just crazy. Like I don't I don't even like like sometimes there's days where I'm like, why the fuck was I born this era? Like we can look back in time, and there are eras where like everything was just fine. Like we had nothing going on. Yeah, it had its struggles. But it wasn't as fucked up as we are now, bro. We're getting World War Three threats because of dumbass decisions that we're making. We want to fight and we want to create problems for countries that really it, it takes two words to, to solve this problem. It, it, it's the simplest things, and we just we want to butt our noses in it and we want to be like fuck everybody else because we're the most powerful and that's where our pride comes in. That's where our bragging rights. That's where everything mm-hmm. comes in. It's the and, ego. Yeah, and America has the biggest ego. We have the hugest ego for no reason at all. Yeah, I'm not and, even gonna lie. I, I, I totally fucking agree with that. I, I yeah, love America, but I totally fucking agree with yeah, that shit. I feel that. It's just whack, bro. And we're we're dealing with the like the most vicious of all sins. We're prideful as fuck for no reason. Like, why? Like, I don't understand I don't why like we're so prideful for a state that like is absolutely drowning. A place that is absolutely, like you said, fucking drowning. Like, why? People don't want to meet in the middle. No one wants to meet in the middle. No one wants to... Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck all the, the defense shit. In reality, it comes back down to ego. Fucking pride and ego. Kendrick said it in a song, and I... I took that song personal as fuck. The song Pride by Kendrick Lamar. You need to go listen to that shit if you haven't. That shit is some real shit. Pride is going to get you fucking killed because pride is really in a... It's an abolishment of ego. And, you know, we all have pride in ourselves. You're supposed to have pride in yourself. It's that confidence. Everybody needs it. But that shit also comes with this this dark side like anything else does. And ego can swallow you if you're not careful. Ego can keep you from being peaceful. Ego can keep you from being a good person. And you'll be so stuck up your ass with your own ego, you won't be able to tell it. You won't be able to tell it at all. America has that. We all have it as individual humans. Everyone has a fucking ego. Even I I love saying, like, I'm not an ego-driven person, but just because you don't drive a fucking car doesn't mean you've never drove. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And like you were saying, like, e- like, like, everybody has an ego. But I feel like people like me and you, like, we don't let our egos define us. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be driven by what I think is right. Because what mm-hmm. I think is right, right, might not be right to the next person. Might not be Absolutely. right to my neighbor. Might not be right to even my mom, my dad, my sibling. Like, everybody's different. And we just, we, we're so stuck in one way that we're not even willing, a lot of people aren't even willing to find a common ground, a neutral ground where we can be, 
you know, trading stories and exchanging peace because peace is something that we've already put in our heads is non-obtainable. But when it, it, it so is like peace is so obtainable, it just takes it takes a minute to everybody to step back, take your hand, take your finger off the trigger, take your hands off those buttons. Don't launch those bombs. Don't drop them nukes. Don't don't shoot at each other. Just take a second and really think, why are we even fighting each other? We're fighting each other over what? Like, what is the real honest truth? Put your pride aside. Put the ego aside. Put everything aside. And just sit and contemplate about it because we have nothing to fight for. Shit, all the all the around the globe, every nation should be united. We should all stand for each other. We should be one happy mm-hmm. place. But that will never happen because common ground cannot be found because of prideful, ecosatistic, fucked up, mentally insecure mm-hmm. people who can't understand that the world is not driven by them. They do not own us. They do not drive us, and they are not the ones who are keeping us alive. They are fucking everything up for us, and they don't see it. Yeah, the fuck part you say that as well. And then, although it is that, a lot of us don't see it either. That's that's the even crazier part. We will have evidence right in our face, um, and we we won't we won't run to it. But man, I want to move on to the next question with you here. Change up the theme a little bit as we are coming close to the end here. I want to say, what are three things about yourself you feel are strange? What do you three? What are three things about yourself you feel might just be off? What makes you different? Oh, um, my mindset, bro. That that's the main one. Like my mindset. I'm so different from like everybody. Like you could put me in a room with, you know, different age groups. You know, somebody who's my age, somebody who's twenty, someone who's fifty, someone who's seventy. You know, and you could sit me in that room, and I could match every single one of their energies. And it, it's just weird because my mind is so advanced. My, 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 like I, I'm so advanced in what I understand. It's crazy. Um, the second thing is my strange way of adaptation. I, 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 I can acclimate to any, any place. You put me in any atmosphere, in any genre, in any, like any society and I'll acclimate like that. And it's just, mm-hmm. I feel like that's such an important factor and it's just it's just crazy like people find it very interesting if you put me like one moment i'll be sitting with a bunch of gangbangers you know because that's that's where i'm from that's who i am but then the next the the next minute i'll be sitting with a bunch of band kids or i'll be sitting with a bunch of like you know geeky kids and i and i get along with everybody my acclimation my adaptation it is such on a it's such on a different level that it almost like dumbfounds people when they see me um my last one probably my just like you know hmm, what is what is my last defining like trait about myself <clears throat> my emotional stability like i'm so very stable in what i am and who i am as a person that it almost shocks people because i've been through the fucked up shit you know i've been there done that and it just it just shocks people and amazes them how like stable i can be with you know my my feelings and how i'm so in control of who i am that it mm-hmm. almost makes people like second guess like what the fuck is he doing that i'm not would you say it's an intimidation factor just by being alone yourself um yeah in a way in a sense yeah i agree with that gotcha that's all crazy. right man well we're, we're getting to our last question here and i always i love asking this question at the end i feel like it's really important because it really sums things up to a narrative that 
You have to find it in yourself. Nobody can answer this question for you. Nobody can influence this question for you. It's a question that you have to look yourself in the mirror and ultimately give yourself the advice. What is one piece of advice you would give on the deathbed? On the deathbed? Hmm. That's that's honestly an that's that's a good question. Um and it can be anything, of course. Yeah, of course. Um <laughs> don't don't be defined by you know your own mental and emotional limits. Push you you can go past that. Don't 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 put yourself in a box. You you have dude. Everybody says the sky is the limit, but the sky is not the limit. We we there's so much. There's so much we can achieve. There's so much that's obtainable. Like don't set boundaries when you can sit and you can shoot for the moon all day, but there's other galaxies, there's other places, mm -hmm. there's other universes and you're in control of what you can be. So my my literal this this is the quote I'm going to say. Don't don't box yourself inside of a cell for so like don't box yourself in because outside that box can be something that's supposed to be just for you. Absolute word to that. I feel like that's that is a very strong quote you could have used too because closing yourself off is a very very dangerous thing to do. It it, it destroys your creativity and in a world that we live in. And I mean, honestly, it doesn't even have to be a matter of saying a world that we live in. Just being human in general, the most important thing you could ever have. It's not a heart. It's not your, your piece. We're not uh, pieces going into it, but it's creativity. Creativity yeah. in the form of finding positivity. I feel like to be creative, you do have to find positive. You can make a flamethrower and that doesn't make it negative. You can have made that flamethrower because when you were younger, you and your dad used to work on cars that shot flames out of it. And it reminds you of them. It could be anything like that. Uh, sure. You need that imagination to be human. I feel like imagination and imagination is just something that makes us human. No, yeah, I agree with that, like a hundred percent. Romeo, man, it has been an honor having you on Frank Cast. You are an official Frank Cast member. Um, yeah. Man, I know for fact, you were going to go very, very, very fucking far in life, and I am. Hell, if no one's ever said it to you, I'm proud of you, man. I am extremely proud of you for having that mindset. I can already tell you're someone that strides. You're a war strider, and that is the coolest thing you could ever be because that means that you you hold it down for yourself and you hold it down for the people that can't, and that's all we need in this world is people with the hero mindset. I appreciate you, man. That means so much to me. You don't even understand, man. Of course, brother. Thank you all for casting in. Don't forget to check out our TikTok for highlights and clips. Tune in next time for podcast every Sunday. Remember to email us your request to join the podcast live as we're all cast members here.